0: Wrong point when I step in Signs in the air for the gang that you're repping Don't get brave when I'm stepping in the rave If you show man love, everything's okay So for a lively rave to have fun in. If there ain't girls in the place, we ain't coming Middle finger up to the jake, stepping in with the gang Please tell the police they can't come in Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Don't Trash shit if you ain't gonna bang Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang Show me a salute, that's gang Pure love for the crew, that's gang Don't Trash shit if you ain't gonna bang
1: Just show man a sign if you're down for the gang we be on the grind till the morning. 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 Stacking up and in the bank, don't tell shit if you wake in the bank, don't show a man a sign if you down for the game Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventus tab. Back to Black and White podcast. My name is Daniel Negro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today, we're going to be going uh, not really into a pre-match or post-match. We're going to be talking about obviously the nine success- successful uh, scudetto win that we just uh, were able to win. Uh, obviously, as of uh, Sunday, um, but yeah, now it's been a pretty hectic schedule. I've been trying to line up uh, a few guests, but now we're kind of, you know, getting into uh, a a rhythm. And uh, now we're on to the second one of of four. There's going to be two more uh, coming tomorrow night. Uh, And hopefully get those out to you as soon as possible before the uh, Calgary game. But, uh, yeah, again, another new guest. Uh, Obviously, another new guest of the show. Again, another first-timer, which i love to see because, you know there's so many different people uh, following this club from around the world. And um, it's great to hear different opinions. Obviously, you know, hear everybody's story because it is different, right? When you're coming from another country, obviously wherever it may be, either in Asia, Europe, uh, North America, South America. uh, It's, it's pretty interesting to see. And you hear different takes on how people became fans. And I, I think it's really nice to see, obviously guys, congratulations to all of you. We've won the nine success, so we can kind of rest a little bit, at least till the Champions League starts. And, uh, you know, it's really nice to see, you know, I kind of had a moment where after the game, after I watched the game, you kind of sit back and um, you 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 think to yourself, wow, what a look at the great achievement that we've had. I mean, sure, there's lots of controversy, whatever side you're on, uh, if you like Saturday or not, um, that kind of all goes aside when you, when you really look at what's what we've come, where we've come from, um, obviously, if you've been following the club for that long, uh, all of the struggles we've had, but to get to this point now, you kind of have to celebrate, take the time, celebrate, enjoy the moment because you don't know how long we got. You know, it could be this is it. This could be one more year, maybe three more years, maybe five. Who knows? Um, but you know, you got to enjoy it when you have it. So, uh, again, kind of to the boring stuff now, as usual, guys, again, please smash the subscribe uh, button on YouTube, drop a like, drop a comment, uh, click the bell for notifications, that's going to keep you up to date uh, on when the new podcast comes out. Obviously, please check out the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, obviously Podbean, and uh, now recently Google Podcasts uh, with Podbean's update, now they uh, somehow kind of automatically started appearing on uh on google podcast so that kind of saved me a lot of work so check it out there again guys drop a rating drop a comment um let me know if you guys want any other platforms that'll also that's available uh and i'll try and make that happen for you so uh again guys thank you so much for all the support and keep it up Because I know there's there's a little bit of room where you know there's I think there's about fifty percent of you that are not subscribed on YouTube, so please guys, drop me a subscribe. It helps me so much, and uh, you guys don't realize, you guys probably don't realize it, but uh, anyways, without further ado, uh, let's bring in our guest here. Obviously, you know the kind of the theme that's going to be happening is uh, there's going to be a lot of these guests that are going to be coming from the WhatsApp group, and I think it's been. You know, kind of a, a nice place where we can all go and chat and, and talk about Juve live, obviously, or after hours, if you want to call it that. Um, but, uh, Jose, welcome to the show from uh, Guatemala. Obviously, you guys probably know him as uh, Light Grigori on Twitter, but, uh, or obviously in the group as well. But welcome, Jose. How's it going?
0: Thank you, Daniel. Well, it's going well. Uh, let me tell you that I feel stronger than ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, and it's it's great. Obviously, you're the you're probably one of the only guys that are in my time zone. So uh, this should have been a little bit easier than than what it was to get together. But um, no, definitely that's going to help me in the future when when I need someone uh, to fill in because you know obviously these time zones. You know, obviously people in Europe, people in different parts of North America it's tough to align sometimes, but, uh, no, it's, I'm, I'm quite happy that I was able to finally, you know, you know, keep the kind of schedule that I had and bring you on, even though it wasn't necessarily for the, uh, the pre-match for Sampdoria. So, um, again, like I said, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, but let's get into it right away. Um, obviously, like you said, you're from Guatemala, Guatemala city. Um, how does someone from, from there become a Juve fan? Well, because there's lots feel- of teams you could pick, right? There's lots of teams you could, you know, <laughs> South America, North America, obviously, in football in your own country, and then you know, obviously the the, the teams that are affiliated, let's say, with uh, the Spanish language, right? So, uh, you know, your Real Madrid, your Barcelona. But, anyways, the floor is yours. How'd you become? How'd you become a UV fan? was it? Okay,
0: Danielle. Uh, let me tell you that uh, the popular teams here in Guatemala, you know, it's Barcelona or Real Madrid. Uh, my dad, it's it's from Barcelona, right? Uh, my brother okay. is from Real Madrid. And my story with Juventus, it's uh, a very peculiar one. I started following uh, Juve when I was nine years old. And it was thank you to the FIFA game. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I remember playing FIFA 99 on my, yeah. on my PC. And, you know, the first time I was playing FIFA in my PC looking for uh, a nice team, I, yes. I was trying to find, like, a, a nice crest, uh, a nice jersey, and somehow I go to Italy and and start seeing, uh, reading the names, you know, in Milan, Fiorentina, Juventus, and I was like, it was like a, like a fairy tale. I, yeah. I just... As soon as I wrote, um, as soon as I read Juventus, I say to myself, "That's that's my team." <laughs> and then, you know, here in Guatemala, it's it's uh, a little bit difficult for, uh, to follow European football, you know, because uh, most of the times, so all the coverage is going to be just for Real Madrid, uh, right. Barcelona, Premier League soccer. So I remember watching a program in the TV, and it was like a special uh, for Alexandro El Piero. And when I watched the special and I realized that he was playing for Juventus, then I said to myself, that's I it. made the right decision.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's then,
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. And no, no, I keep going, man. Keep going, following. keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, no that's I, I just
0: great. start following Juventus. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously FIFA's, you know, is, is huge for you know obviously there was the the whole debate about uh, whether people should start playing Pest now, obviously cuz that's the license uh they obviously have the agreement with Juve to have the the actual kits and the so maybe unfortunately if they were part of pass back in 1999 then you wouldn't have you wouldn't have become a Juve fan so yeah no it was almost to be a match made in heaven right you know um that it worked out that way and I'm actually I'm happy that you picked Juve because uh you know you joined uh, one of the greatest clubs uh, in the world right so uh, but in terms of you know how you watch games is is the cover has the coverage gotten better obviously with ronaldo joining or has it is it still pretty difficult do you have to go online or do you get the you know espn feeds and stuff like that
0: no i actually it it's uh, pretty better now um, espn is doing uh syria coverage for almost let me see maybe like 10 uh, right. 10 12 years so it has been easy for me to watch you Ju- uh juventus games you know cheer for the team and yeah it, it's it's a lot better now
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back that's... in the
0: day it was a nightmare you know <laughs> you only oh, can watch you only can watch highlights and uh bad quality highlights and uh
1: Oh, I know what you nightmare. mean. I know what you mean. Even in Canada, you know, thinking, you know, obviously, uh, one of the bigger countries, if you want to say, in well, maybe in terms of size, but, you know, you think kind of being that close to the U.S., we would have some kind of, you know, better connection, but it was no, it was the opposite. It was very difficult. I know we a lot of the time it was on Rye, but then again, it was like going back into the 80s watching, the quality, the TV quality, even if even in the you know, even as of re- recently ha- hasn't been great. Obviously now we got DAZN and and uh, obviously in the US they got ESPN Plus to show the different games, but um, yeah, it, it was a struggle even for us. You know, even being like I said, a country that you know you would assume is more of a, a Western country, but still it was very difficult to watch. Um, so again, like you said, so. Obviously, Barcelona and Real Madrid, probably the majority of fans in, are, are, are of the supporters of in, in Guatemala. Do you know yes. of a lot of other Juve fans, or is it very kind of <sighs> like you said?
0: <laughs> I feel like every day is a war for me, you know? <laughs> because my friends, they are Madrid, Barça, yeah. some others from the Premier League, Liverpool, Main U... And they always are attacking Italian football. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm always defending my old lady because that's my duty. You know, I need to, I need to take care of her. And and yeah, it's it's complicated because uh, most of the people don't really watch Italian soccer. Right. So they have just uh, they they just have an idea of of what Italian soccer is, and and it's a completely bad idea. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we know how that is. You just have to listen to the commentators to to tell you, especially if you're listening to English ones. It's like, oh, my God. It's like back slap slap, slap in the face every every five minutes. They yeah. come up with something that is just like no need for there's no need to even talk about it on air. And it's just like, oh, OK, that's how it's going to go today. Um, obviously, you said there's the rivalry kind of in your family, right? Obviously, you support Juve and you have. But um in terms of watching games, are you more of someone who likes to watch, you know, like for me personally, I like to watch by myself at home. Um, I don't like to go to like bars or anything like that because, well, I mean, for bigger games, maybe, but for the most part, I'm on the couch by myself because I don't want to, you know, I want to be allowed to say what I want, react the way I want. So I kind of stay away from, uh, from anyone, but, uh, how about yourself? what's what's your what's your go-to when you when you watch a uv game
0: yeah it, it's it's funny i mean i prefer to watch the games uh in my house as well and, and it's funny because w- whenever is uv playing i always i always walking
1: yeah in the my... house
0: you know like grabbing my hair taking my hat you <laughs> know jelling uh, I, I i feel the game you know so I, I I feel like like I'm the coach of the team and I started screaming at the TV. <laughs> it's it's very funny.
1: <laughs> well especially these past couple of years, right? There's been more to oh. be, more to scream <laughs> about, right? So yeah, uh, it's not like uh it's not like it's unwarranted, that's for sure. Um but obviously, yeah, like I said, ninth consecutive scudetto. Um unbelievable. Um one away from ten. I can't believe, you know, it's it's funny, you know, time just flies. Um it almost seemed like it was yesterday when we won our first. And I think it was a little bit of a different feeling. Obviously, coming back from, uh, you know, seventh place uh, finishes year after year. Obviously, after Calciopoli. I mean, we had some decent runs. But, you know, it seemed like uh, those were more of uh, just the uh, the will of the team. The will of the, the guys that kept that, that state. Obviously, including Del Piero, Trezeguet, Cameronese nedved Del, uh, buffon when we came back and we get those second and third place finishes it was almost more of like a will and then you know we get we drop down seventh seventh and it's like okay well now this isn't looking very good and then we get to a point where you know Agnelli takes over and we get a new stadium is being is built obviously um and kind of a uh a renaissance, if you want to call it, where, you know, money's getting put into the team. Obviously, we have our own stadium, which really no one had at that point. Um, so all this revenue is going to be coming in. And then it was just a dogfight. You have a coach who really bled the team in Conte. And, yeah, it was it was such an unbelievable season that year. Um, I think very different than this year. I think most fans can attest to that. <laughs> but, um, I can't believe how, how, how time's flown and just our sheer dominance is unbelievable. I mean, as much as I want to say, you know, it seems like, you know, every year we, we win and, and it seems like it's, it, it's easy, but, you know, at the end of the day, you have to just sit back and just admire, you know, what, you know, cause we have to play 38 games every year, every year. Teams are trying to dethrone you every year. Um, there's no uh, so you're you got the target on your back every season uh it doesn't matter from four different teams to uh, then every year there's a new team that wants to come up and and try and knock you off obviously Lazio now has been uh the team I I would say this year plus obviously Merda is trying to make a push but I mean they've really done nothing and then you know Atalanta I mean they've had a really great year you got to commend them for that but uh, you know, then there was the Roma years, then there was the Napoli years. So it's uh, it's not easy in the sense that you have to still go out there and play the games. You still have to go out there and perform. But I think just even nine times is, is, is unbelievable. Now, a lot of people could say, well, if you're in another league, if you're in Premier League, La Liga... You might not be able to do that every for nine years, and I mean, that's possible, right? That's that's potential. I'm not gonna argue with that, but uh, in terms of you know how we set ourselves up for this and just you know going out and executing has been un- unbelievable. And you got to give Agnelli credit, I think that's where I want to head first. Um, obviously, kind of you know, what if what are your thoughts? Obviously, because. You know, the, the board has been, you know, a contentious point. Management's been a contentious point. Um, have they been putting us in the right direction as of late? You know, with the different transfers we've had, the free transfers, um, not addressing the midfield. Obviously, what are your thoughts on, you know, obviously the job? Maybe not necessarily recently, but, you know, in terms of the whole picture, uh, Jose, What do you th- what do you think about what the management's been able to do?
0: Well, I I always gonna support you know our management and and their decisions for the club because I mean they're they're professionals they know right some better than us I mean we, we're the fans and sometimes we we think that we can do the things better but we there are a know lot of else. things yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are a lot of things that. Um, we need to take into, con- into consideration. And pretty much, it's just like... A, I, I'm glad that Agnelli took Juventus and gave us the strength to become, again, a, the primary team in Italy. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to get tired of, of winning the Serie A. For me, it's every time that we win the Serie A, the title, I feel like like if it's the first title, you know? So, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy. For me, we can keep winning 5, year, 10, yeah. 20 years. For me, it's fine. I, I don't care what other people say about our league. I'm happy uh, with winning. And, and I just hope we can, at some point, uh, break the, the nightmare in, in Europe, you know? I just...
1: Yeah, it's almost like a curse say, now.
0: Yeah, yeah, the curse.
1: Correct. It's yeah. almost like a curse it seems like. Yeah, but no, I agree 100%. I I think I have to agree. You you can't not because you can't not celebrate. I mean, if as as much as maybe you don't like how the team's playing, maybe you don't like uh what the tactics are, whatever the case may be, um even some of the def- decisions that are made Uh, But at the end of the day, winning trophies is winning trophies. You know, uh, we're not talking about, uh, uh, you know, winning Coppa Italia. We're winning the Scudetto. This is the championship. Championship of the Italian, obviously, of Serie A. And I think that just needs to be standard, right? That's got to be the, you know, that's what we're looking for every year uh, in terms of, you know, that's the, the gold standard right there. And. And, uh, you know, then we can get into, obviously, obviously, like I said, that curse, but I think, you know, I don't know, it's tough to be someone who, you know, even though I, I like to, you know, allow for people to have their opinion and stuff like that, but when you get to a point where you're winning, I mean, like I said, sure, you can be unhappy and obviously things need to change, but It's really tough for me to not celebrate this. I mean, I think uh, we got to get to 40. That would be amazing. Um, Obviously, 10 in a row would be amazing. And that's what it really seems like Agnelli is pushing for. Um, Because, I mean, that's just unprecedented. That's never happened ever. Nine's never happened ever. Um, And it's just been incredible. Um, Almost makes you speechless because it's like, even though as 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 easy as we've made it look in some seasons, you're just like this doesn't happen like this. You you look all over the world; it just doesn't happen. I mean, obviously, Bayern was probably your next best, maybe PSG, but you know, I, I would say the French league is a lot weaker uh, than both the German and, and and the Italian leagues. So you know, you look at those teams, and they've even had uh, had teams that have broken up their their success, right? Obviously, being Monaco and and Dortmund at one point, um, but still, it's like it's it's still very difficult to do. You can't you can't uh, you can't take your eye off of it because you know you look at this how many how many uh, mishaps we've had. It seems like we've been sitting on this uh, for the past. Uh, obviously the games are are closer together now, but it seems like we've been sitting on this for the longest time. I couldn't imagine how, you know, how tiring it would be, you know, if it was in like kind of the regular season format where you're playing every week. So that just stretches your feeling over (laughs) about a month uh, instead of just, you know, only a week. So uh, I I think it would have been a different scenario if the the season went on as regularly played, obviously, if COVID never happened. But um, yeah, I know just a relief as well. I mean, now we can go focus on greater things. Um, and like I said, it's anybody's game in Champions League. Um, you know, it's all to be played for against Lyon. And what we need to do is obviously put our best foot forward. Um, let's obviously get into... Uh, I'll, I'll go, because I I think I should have asked this first. You know, obviously you've kind of mentioned it, but, you know... Give us, you know, your raw emotion, kind of your your what? What is it? How does this ninth, obviously, obviously winning this year, and you know the ninth in a row, you know, obviously make you feel? And uh, we'll get into a little bit segment where we read, you know, some some uh, other uh, UV fans' thoughts, and um, that'll kind of be the, the 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 kicker to the show. But um, yeah, I know what a, how has this all made you feel and you know obviously like you said you you you, you never get tired of of winning which uh i i got to agree with you 100% on that one um uh, the only thing the only thing other than winning is losing so really uh it's not a diff- it's not a difficult choice of which one you want to be uh, be in because we we've been on the one end on, on like you said in the champions in in, in europe so uh i think that's why for me you're never gonna get it's never gonna get old and uh when you're on that the flip side of uh, of the winning side it's it's priceless i mean especially with all the haters we have in in uh obviously in italy and obviously abroad but uh i think and we'll get into that a little in, in a little bit but um yeah, no, I think it's it's definitely uh, something to think about. But, anyways, go ahead, man. Give us give us kind of your jet, your whole thoughts on this whole thing. I mean, it's it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it is. It's as you mentioned right now. It, it's unbelievable because if if you think uh, of Juve, you know, 2000, uh, 2006, the Calciopoli, then we go to Serie B, and then. When we go to Serie B, you see how Inter start winning.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Milan was was just there as well. And then we are winning in Italy every, every, every year. So yeah. it's, it's just incredible because we suffer a lot. We suffer oh, a yeah. lot. Juventus suffer a lot. Us, the fans, the staff, the people that truly love this club. We suffer a lot and winning nine uh, Scudetti in a row is just it's just something that you cannot describe. And it's like uh, life. It's giving us it's giving us a revenge for what happened back on on 2006. And I'm hoping that uh, life also give us the chance to get some Champions League, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Champions League. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I know.
1: That's that's the thing that's going to kind of validate, right? That's, that's the thing that we're looking for. And I think if we win one, I think we're, you know, once you lift that, like, uh, the bad vibes or whatever you want to call it, the bad luck, whatever it is you believe, um, I think it gets easier, you know, because that weight is lifted off the shoulders and then you can just go out and perform. I think that's what a lot of what uh we've kind of struggled with in the past is, you know, obviously that talking point keeps keeps getting brought up, right? Oh, they've been to this many finals, they've lost this many finals, they've only won two finals. Obviously one being in a horrific accident uh that that took 39 of our of our own lives and um so that one's almost like an asterisk beside it, you know, it's it's it, it to me it's it's a win but it's uh it's got a sour taste in your mouth because it wasn't you know something that should have been it shouldn't have been played um but i think uh you know nonetheless we're, we've been given the tr- we've obviously get the trophy um but uh obviously something that's kind of like I said, a sour taste in in all of Juventini's mouth. Um, like obviously against uh, Liverpool, that uh, you know you don't you don't like to see that stuff happen. Obviously, it was a little while ago, but still, um, I think everybody can, you know, sympathize for obviously the people that were affected and uh, almost being like your own. Um, because you know you would go to the stadium, or you know I I, I would hate that to ha- happen. Any anyone, uh, not just uv fans, but you know you don't you, you don't go to a, a soccer pitch and then expect to lose your life, uh, especially in, in, in that grand of a stage. Uh, so obviously, respeto for the for the 39 lives. Obviously, we always like to bring that up every year, and you know keep them in our minds, keep them in our hearts. And, uh, yeah, no, obviously progress in in football and, you know, hopefully we'll never have to see that again, uh, in in the future, uh, because that was just unacceptable. But, you know, obviously, like I said, we get into the, the Champions League and, uh, yeah, I agree. That's the next step. That's really the only thing that really is the cherry on top. If you want (laughs) to, if you want to say, um, obviously now let's get into Sari. I mean, Obviously you can be on whatever side, like what I like his tactics, not like his tactics. Don't think he's good enough as a coach. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. That's all for everybody to, you know, have their piece, right? That's not, I don't don't think it's time for, uh, for us really to bring that up now. Um, We could talk about that later, different podcasts, different time. But I think, you know, you got to give the guy some, uh, you know, credit obviously, He's been he's been saying in the 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 press conferences, you know, um, it just shows how great of a play how great these players are because someone who hasn't won, <laughs> someone who's like a coach like me, uh, it was obviously so difficult for for him to win. Obviously, this is his first league, and I'm really happy for Sadi in that sense. Obviously, a guy who was never a player, but for 30 years. Uh, With over 20 coaching gigs, you can, you know, the guy was a banker for grace sake. I mean, (laughs) and he's slowly, I mean, IFTV has a really good graphic of showing uh, obviously how he progressed up the ladder and then obviously ending up in Juve and now obviously winning the the Scudetto, uh, which he was very close. I mean, you know, that year that Napoli gave us that scare, I mean they're one hell of a team. Um like I said, I'm going to say it every time, they choked. That's just how it is. Um but definitely uh they had the team to win it that year, I think. And obviously beating us one nothing in UV Stadium which doesn't really happen, which is very rare inc- uh, occurrence, Um you know, that was almost leading to maybe the demise of this whole reign, but um no, I mean for the guy like I said, whatever you want to say about his tactics or this and that. Um, it was nice to see him kind of celebrate, obviously drinking the champagne. If you're watching the videos online, obviously through the yeah. through Juve's Twitter or even uh JTV uh that they had set up there. But um yeah, you know, with the the, the shaving cream and the the you know, just obviously Chesney handing him a cigarette and saying <laughs> You uh, hear you deserve this one now, so uh, it's, 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 all, it's all nice to see, you know. Like I said, in winning moments, it uh, just puts a smile on your face and, you know, all the kind of negative connotations or negative things that are going on kind of go away. Obviously, like I said, there's a time and a place. But, um, yeah, what do, what do you think about Saturday? And, and, obviously, being a coach that really hadn't won anything, uh, obviously, besides the Europa League uh, with Chelsea... And, you know, some other, uh, and, uh, besides that, you know, uh, no league titles. So, uh, what's your, what are your thoughts on Sari, uh, Jose?
0: Well, uh, first of all, I call him Sansari, you know? <laughs>
1: there we go. There we go.
0: <laughs> like a Santo in Spanish.
1: Yeah, Sansari. exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, for me, Sari, Sari is a good coach, um, Sometimes I think that we are a little bit hard with him. I mean, obviously, he has a great squad in Juventus, the best squad in Italy, and we should be playing a lot better. We should not be suffering in games like we did right. this, uh, this season. But he 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 has some good ideas, uh, you know. The problem with Sarri is that it takes some time to implement the right. ideas, uh, we see it at Napoli. It took him around three years to build uh, right. a, a real team. And I don't know. I don't know why we think that he will perform like miracles in, in his first season with us. Even at Chelsea, he struggled a little bit. So I don't know what management will decide on him, but I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy that he won. uh his first championship and I'm happy that he gave us uh, this happiness as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. And- I, I agree hundred um, percent. One thing to note as well, you know, he's even mentioned uh, just even recently, he's saying, you know, you know, like the players you have are the players you have. I mean, you can't always, uh, you can't always ask, you know, for thousands like players on players on players. It's just not possible. Right. So, um, but I think for him, you know, he's missing his midfield. I think this year we win the Scudetto, and it's a, you know, like I said, it's a standard. So really, we're we're not, we haven't. There's no setback. I mean, I mean, if you want to say the Super uh, sure, okay, we won a Super last year. We didn't win it this year. Whatever. I mean, I think uh, that doesn't add much to. Uh, to to what Allegri did to now what Saturday did I think you know give them the chance I mean unless they have some master plan that I'm not seeing uh and bringing someone else in or this was kind of a stop I honestly didn't think Saturday was gonna go even if they did keep it close um I think doesn't really it's not gonna really matter what happens in Champions League I don't I think they're gonna keep them Juve is not the club to dump a coach when they've signed a three-year contract um I would be really surprised if that was the case, but um no i mean let's let's hope he gets to actually implement his style that's I mean again, we've looked way more offensive um consecutive consecutively we've been scoring more goals and games than we've seen for a really long time. I mean we weren't putting in two goals or more a game at all uh with with allegri, and that's just that's just it i mean uh we gotta uh we gotta look at you know what we had and like you said, arguably you could say a better team than last year. I mean that's debatable. Um but yeah, no, definitely it's it's tough. It was tough this year. We we can't we can't ignore that. And it was a it was a struggle. Um and like I said, now it's kind of a, a weight lifted off the shoulder that that we got the job done and uh now we don't have to worry about these last two games. Um I think in terms of the next two games, I think it's just in, in, for, for the club, uh, at least we have to uh, get some guys some time. Uh, that's kind of really the, the talking point. Um, just make sure guys are healthy and ready to go for Champions League um, and make sure no one gets kind of uh, any knock. That's going to... Obviously, there's talk about Dybala. Um, that news will kind of keep our eyes on uh, in the coming podcasts. But... Um, Obviously, Douglas Costa going down, but let's get into the players because, um, you know, those are the guys that step onto the field every game. Those are the guys that wear the jersey, and I've been critical. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. Um, I've been critical, obviously, of Sarri to an extent. I've been critical of the management. I've been critical of the players, um, and I think there's fair share of blame to go around for everybody. But at the end of the day, they execute it, um, they got the job done. Um, I think it's been marvelous to see what Saturday's done with Dybala, and uh, bringing confidence back. I don't know if that's maybe because of obviously the partnership with Ronaldo now, but as well, you know, being able to play every game, having, you know, sure. He's, he, he's been on the end of being the uh, taken out for Higuain. I think that was more of a, uh, you know, a rotate squad rotation kind of move and I think we kind of, you know, a lot of fans overreacted uh, in that, but I think it was, it's more of was just rest, rest the guy. Um, Obviously we don't hear, we don't know about all the injuries that happen in training and this and that. Right. So it's like when you see something, you don't, obviously you have to wait and, and see what the news is. And if there isn't any, then you make your judgments. But, you know, for the most part, uh, he, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors in, in, in those training sessions and stuff like that. And if a player pulls up or not and says, hey, my back's hurting a little bit or whatever, I got a pain in my thigh or, or whatever the case may be, right? So, you know, unbelievable season from DiBala. I think uh, what a turnaround from someone that was going to be gone, sold to it could have been Man U, could have been uh, Tottenham, whoever maybe even merda which would have killed me but um <laughs> you know what a season he has had what a player i mean wearing the number 10 shirt and a guy who just makes the difference every game i mean you see the you see him making the plays and adding the energy that we need and it's just unbelievable uh you know how much of a difference this guy is making. And um, obviously, what are your thoughts on Dybala's season, uh, Jose?
0: Well, Dibala, as as you mentioned, it's it's another player uh, that he was last season. This yeah. season, Dybala show, um more confidence. And as you mentioned before, probably this was because of Sarri as well. Uh, give him confidence, uh, give him uh, space in the field. To do right. what he knows the best. And yeah, probably without Dybala and those magic seconds, sometimes magic minutes, yeah. uh, probably we will not be celebrating this nine Scudetti because he was carrying the team at some point. Uh, oh, even yeah. when, when Ronaldo was not performing uh, too good, you know, DiBala put the team on his shoulders and make some great goals, great assistance. So, yeah, for me, Dybala, it's it's going to be or, or he will become or, or Bandera for next 10 years probably.
1: Yeah, hopefully. And obviously there's hopefully. still being talks with uh, obviously the contract extension. I mean, it seems like it's taken forever uh, <laughs> for this to happen. But, you know, hopefully, if not at the end of the season, um sooner that we get to see an extension. And I think, you know, it's it's heavily warranted. I mean, you look at what he's done. Obviously, another player I'm going to bring up, obviously, Mattia Delict, a guy who's only 20 years old, literally just stepping in, being a rock. And there was questions, right? Like, at the beginning of the season, you know, he obviously was making some mistakes <laughs> with the handball and, and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of people were, get, were getting... We're hard on him, and um, he's just shown nothing but uh, greatness ever since, even looking into this restart. Uh, just a rock at the back. Uh, unbelievable performances every game. He's, not, if not one of the the top three, if not the top player uh, or man of the match, if you want to call it that. Um, and it's just unbelievable to see a guy this young that isn't, you know... An Italian, you know, center back, because usually, you know, that's who you look to uh, when you're when you're talking about a rock at the back, someone who's, you know, uh, who's going to do the job for you. You usually look to say, you know, an Italian defender, but you know, this guy, it's almost like he's been bred in in, in the sense that you know, uh, he gets it right, like he gets uh, how this te- how he needs to play. He gets the the role that he's in. The leadership that he has to have. And I mean, it's just been, I mean, almost saving, you know, Bonucci's bacon on multiple occasions. um, Literally allows for Bonucci to make, you know, some of those mistakes, but also be a little bit more offensive in in a sense. Um, But yeah, unbelievable season from Delict. I mean, uh, again, like everyone's been saying, worth every penny, 70 million really for someone who is probably going to be around for, again, hopefully just as long as Dybala, if not longer, yeah. um, is really uh, unbelievable. What do you think, uh, Jose?
0: Yeah, he will become the, the perfect replacement for for Kilini I mean, no doubt. The league has been phenomenal this season, as you mentioned. At, at the beginning of the league, he was a little bit shaky. Right. You know, but, I mean, you cannot ask, a twenty-year-old to perform yeah. from the start uh, in an, in another league, uh, a difficult league, you know. Um, but yeah, he, he he was doing, and he's doing an incredible job. I'm thinking what could happen if if the Mural uh, didn't get hurt. I mean, at some point, maybe seeing the league and the Mural playing together in defense, that would be something nice to nice yeah. to watch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, both exactly.
0: Are, both are monsters in defense.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. And unbelievable talents we found, right? Like, uh, obviously, I don't think even Demidale, well, Demidal, I did not expect that at all. Um, and obviously, he's a little bit more. He's more of, I would say, a raw talent. Like he's got his defense. He definitely is not afraid to defend. That's for sure. Um, but there is a little bit where he needs to see. He needs to find his moments. Uh, <laughs> In a sense, sometimes he gets a little bit too uh into it, but that's fine. I mean, I think that's nothing that 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 that'll uh you know, something that can't be, you know, not taught, but uh, you know, adjusted. And um, but no, unbelievable. If that if that's worked that works out, that's gonna be incredible business from uh Paratici. And um yeah, I mean, I was not expecting that. I think Delicta had an expectation because of what he was doing at Ajax. Even though he was so young, but still um you know, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna say that I was the guy that was like, Oh yeah, I knew this all along. Um, but you know, I think you know, I, I had good I had good uh, feelings about Delek coming into the team. Um then you have uh obviously Ronaldo, thirty one uh, goals, um unbelievable season. Um from him. Uh again, him and and, and Dybala have really you know, blossomed as a partnership when everyone was saying that it couldn't be done. Um, And I think, really, if you take one without the other, obviously, Ronaldo's been clinical when he's had to be, and that's all we asked for from him. Um, Just, you know, converting on his chances. And, again, I've been hard on him. But, uh, you know, we're paying the guy a lot of money, and, you know, he's there to score the goals, and um, he has been this year. I mean, in terms of, you know, winning the Capo Caniniere... A little bit dip, more difficult, obviously, with uh, Immobile getting a hat-trick in the last game. <laughs> I mean, it's still definitely possible. Um, you know, we're not out of the realm, but uh, it's pretty much Immobile's to lose, I think. Um, I mean, to me, it, to me, it doesn't necessarily matter. I think this is more of uh you know, this is for the Ronaldo fans, to be honest. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's... It's great to see him scoring, right? And that's what we're gonna need in the next phase, obviously, in Champions League. Uh he's gotta he's gotta be scoring for us at the right times, and you know, that's who we're gonna be looking to when uh we need a goal against whether it maybe Lyon or whether it maybe against, you know, Man City or even Bayern or whatever whoever we come up against. Um, you know, that's who we're gonna be looking towards. And um, you know, I, I think Service-wise, as long as uh, we can get him the service, I think, I think we have a hell of a shot. Uh, in, in, it doesn't matter who again; doesn't matter who we play uh, in the in the future. So, um, you know, great on him for for obviously, like I said, scoring the goals he has. Uh, obviously, like I said, a little bit little bit behind, and I think uh, you know, with Serie A being the league that it is, you get. Two points obviously in the golden boot, and I think that's what everyone's really talking about. Obviously, Mobile is tied with uh, Lewandowski um at the top, and they would obviously share it if it if it went that way. But uh yeah, I believe uh you know it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean it's not possible. Ronaldo fans, I don't know, maybe Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll blow out Cagliari or blow out Roma because they don't really care anymore. Um, but you never know. Um, obviously, there was a stat from Opta about uh, the most goals in uh, 2020, obviously excluding penalties. Yeah. Um, and Ronaldo had 12, which is the the top of Serie. A. So uh, definitely been uh, one of the the biggest goal scorers, obviously unbelievable for us and uh you know top of the league so far uh, in 2020 so quite remarkable what about your what do you, what have your thoughts been about ronaldo uh, jose
0: well you know uh, ronaldo is a winner uh, yeah. he he loves to win and he will do everything that he needs to do to win and probably that's that's the reason why he's playing at juventus right now that was something that that we were missing you know to have uh, like a reference point in the field because right. he will push he's he just an special pre, uh in a special player yeah. uh, his personality um, similar to similar Slatan. To you know the, yeah. both of winners uh, they they will push they will push you hard and they will get the best of you so yeah i'm i'm happy with ronaldo uh, i mean i don't care if 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 he's a little bit old now, um, he still made the difference and he will be making the difference the next years as well. So I'm happy with him. I, I, I like, the, I like the, the way he's playing at, at Juventus. not like uh, like how he was playing at Real Madrid, you know, like being selfish. At Juventus, yeah. you, you see him playing uh, more as a, more as a team, uh, giving some assistance here there. So yeah, he he's just having fun uh, with right. us and and I'm happy for that
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, hopefully like I said, hopefully we get those Champions League uh, trophies again yeah. so it all leads back to that right? So um, That's kind of why uh, you know, he gets the name mr. Champions League and I mean obviously We want to see that for us and you know ease our minds with uh, being fans, you know without Seeing it for uh, how many years now, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, for the—I mean, you look at the rest of the squad. I think everybody's played their role. You look at, you know, obviously Tech being uh, solid at the back, solid, solid at the back for us. Um, not uh, not giving us any worries or any thoughts about who who you don't even like. Uh, like Cash said last podcast, you don't even really look at who's in goalie because you know we're set. Um, uh, you know, the fullbacks, you know, you gotta give Cuadrado credit for obviously playing as a right back uh and slotting in there. I mean, you know, as some criticism, I've given him some criticisms, but you know, I mean you gotta give the guy uh, his due, right? He he came in there and he did his job, and you know, he's gonna make some mistakes and, and whatnot. But uh, you know, obviously I think that's that's more of a management decision of who they we have to put in those in those spots. So I mean you can only tell the guy to do what what you ask of him so um, obviously defense it's kind of been a rocky year to, to determine uh because of the uh because of the the injuries obviously we've had with Kilini. um but and obviously Demiral as well but uh you know got to give those guys credit for for stepping in obviously Benucci stepping into a bigger role obviously as captain uh for a large part of the season and um you know, performing. Obviously, you know, we talk about the Milan like ass defending sequence, but like uh I mean he's been pre- he's been really solid for us. I mean, um we gotta give the guy credit uh where it is. Um obviously our fullbacks, thank you for taking all the criticism all year long. Um I know you guys are getting run into the ground. I know you guys are having a tough time. We don't have enough depth and uh you know I just wanna say uh thank you for your contributions. Um obviously the midfield Again, it's been a tough year for the midfield. Um, Pjanic, you know, obviously trending down, so to speak. Um, and obviously, you know, want to thank him for all his years of service for Juve, obviously, now that he's going to be going to uh, Barcelona. But, um, you know, I think bright notes in, in uh, Rabio. Uh, he's shown a, real, shown a real light in the midfield. Um, as well as Bentancourt as well, and um, it's, again, on that note of Dybala kind of turning around, It's it's been nice seeing certain players that Allegri was kind of shunning, uh, and kind of not giving really you know big roles, are now kind of shining through and, and showing their worth, and um, no, I, I think it's great. Um, obviously, Ramsey, he's been injured quite a bit, so it's tough to kind of judge, but you know he has shown some bright bright spots in the in the season. Um, obviously, when he's he- when he was healthy, um, Kadir. I don't ever want to see you back in the club again. I'm just gonna say that I'm. <laughs> I have no uh, no hesitation in say that uh, I want your ass gone to be honest. But um, other than that, yeah, I mean the forwards. I mean obviously it's unfortunate that Douglas Costa picked up that knock again. It seemed like he was doing so well. And um yeah, it was just the inevitable. Obviously, uh they're gonna keep an eye on him, but I think it's gonna be at least fifteen days minimum. Um I think it just means his, his season's gonna be done. Uh either way. Um in terms of uh, you know, some of the other guys, Bernardeschi, I think has kind of, you know, been a lot better in the right wing position. Um, I think he's more comfortable there. Uh, I think he's probably going to be on the way out. And we'll kind of, I think the next kind of topic we'll get into is, you know, who who is kind of the players that aren't going anywhere, who are unsellables, who do we have to keep? And who do you really think, you know, we obviously now that this Scudetto's wrapped up, uh now now transfer talk is going to be ramping up for sure obviously with the champions league you know being the only thing really to talk about transfer rumors are going to be back in full force so uh guys prepare for that uh i I can't stand transfer season it's just so so much unreliable sources so many you know twists and turns and just nonsense getting reported so it's to me, I never enjoy uh I never enjoy the summers unless there's maybe a a tournament like uh, you know, obviously Euros or the World Cup or Copa America or something like that. But um other than that, summers is usually uh my time off from all of this. Um, but you know, so let's get into it. Obviously for me, I think it's quite simple. You know, you have to keep Dybala, you have to lock Dybala up, you have to lock the up. Um you have to lock, uh, you know, even guys like Demerol, I think you you, you got to keep that guy. I mean, there's been some rumors, you know, about him maybe going or using him as a, a trading piece uh, for someone else, but I think you got to keep someone like that, uh, especially with the promise that he's shown. Um, and then obviously Bentoncourt. I think him in the midfield, you kind of keep him locked. Obviously, Arthur's coming in, uh, so I, I would be shocked if they got rid of him right away. i but, you know, it's uh, that's going to be interesting to see next year. But, you know, who, who, do, you think, who do you think has to say? Is there anyone that I missed on that list that you're like, this guy needs to be kept, no questions asked? Uh, and maybe, who knows, I, I, I might have missed someone. But uh, obviously, who, who, who do you think, uh, Jose?
0: No, uh, I'm pretty much uh, sharing your thoughts about those players. I mean, for me, those are the ones unsellable uh, i will add only uh raviot no no because um <coughs> excuse me his, No, don't worry uh i, I will choose Raviot uh, because the guy you know he was not playing in, in pg uh yeah. because of the dispute with the contracts and everything so it took more time to him to adapt uh to the italian football Right. So I think that he gets he he needs another opportunity, you know, to keep showing what he is showing right. in, in the recent games. So for that reason, I will I will add uh, Raviot as well. Um,
1: and then yeah, maybe even Tech, two. I don't I like I said I would be shocked if we got rid of uh, Wojciech Szczesny because uh, uh, we just signed him to an <laughs> uh, an an extension. So. I don't think that I don't think that's even a question. So maybe that's that's probably why I didn't even mention him. But uh yeah, in terms yeah. of like the core, uh, you know, obviously fielded players, I would have to agree. I mean, yeah, I, I would agree with Rabio. I think he's done really well. I think he can add so much to uh to our midfield next year. Obviously, uh it's gonna look a little bit different and obviously how who stays and who goes. Um I think there's lots of room. I think We need a lot. Uh, You know, I think we need at least one more midfielder. Um, I think because you're going to have to get, like I said, your Kadira, I think, should go. They should do whatever they have to do to get rid of him. (laughs) Um, I think in terms of fullbacks, I think Cuadrado has to go back up to right wing. I think we really need a right back, uh, a really strong right back. uh, And Danilo can be kind of the backup there. I wouldn't mind that. Um, and then, obviously, Alexandro, I think, is going to be the starter left back. I think he's our best left back. Um, and I think, you know, if the rumors are true about Barcelona wanting Decilio, you you drive him <laughs> to the airport as soon as possible. Um, and, yeah, you take care of that. And maybe you bring Pellegrini back. That would be nice to see uh, that kind of those two guys there because now you have the depth. Um, obviously, center backs, I think, we're good. Um, maybe if you want to get rid of Rugani, that's a possibility. Um, but then again, you got to look at how many Italian players we have, and again, there's benefits of having Italian players on, even if they're not necessarily going to play. Um, but uh, and then you look at up top. I think we obviously number nine has been uh, a big topic of this of discussion. Um, will Iguain go? I mean, that's still to be seen. Who knows if they want to spend the money or not. They might say, hey, we're just going to keep him. I don't know if that's maybe the best option, but I think it's a possibility, right, with all of these finances from COVID and uh, everything kind of being uh, a whirlwind of, of, of what's going on. But definitely that could be interesting. I think the wingers we got to sort out. I think if we can get rid of Bernard Esky and we can get rid of Douglas Costa, I think that would be good. You bring in Kulusevsky, um, who's done amazing at Parma right now. I mean, guys were really downplaying, uh, and, and me myself included. He's made me eat my words so far. I mean, we'll see how he does in a Juve shirt. That's another thing. You know, that's a little bit different. You know, obviously, he's doing well at Parma, but, you know, when you have to put the shirt on, it's a little bit different. Um, but in terms of... What I see there, two got two wingers have to go, uh, in my opinion, uh, and that's gonna allow us to, you know, help pay for other positions. Obviously, Arturo's gonna be coming in, so I don't know if uh, maybe that means we're gonna keep everyone that we have or not. I've heard Ramsey possibly <laughs> going. I don't know. I don't uh, Ramsey. The the jury's still out. Um, I don't know if it's. You know, if it's still the rust, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I don't know if it's the rust or maybe he's just, it's not going to work out. And, you know, if someone in England, you know, decides that, that they want to make the move, maybe we cash in on there so that yeah. we can, again, help help needs uh, in positions that, that obviously we're looking for, right? And that we need reinforcement. So I think for me, that's kind of my idea of how we, we go into the off, se- off season. Is there anyone that I missed or maybe some someone that uh, you don't think goes or you, you want to keep, you think we should really keep? Or uh, what are your thoughts, Jose, about, you know, obviously the selling side or getting rid of players' side?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a secret uh, for for all UF fans that we need, we need a, a right back. <laughs> we need a right back. Probably Pellegrini will do will do great if if we bring him back uh, because he's going to put some pressure on on Alexandro and maybe he can uh, start playing a little bit better. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, we need to get rid of of Douglas Costa as well. I like the guy. uh, But, yeah, we need to have strong players and we cannot keep missing Douglas Costa every two, three games. And For Bernadeschi, I mean, I like Bernadeschi since we signed him from Fiorentina. Um, but yeah, probably the right wing position. Even though uh, he's playing a little bit better now, but it doesn't it doesn't fit uh, what we need in uh, yeah. that position. Um, my only regret will be see Bernadeschi playing in in uh, in the midfield. I think that probably can give us some, uh, you know, some more muscle there. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe it could work a little bit better yeah. in in the midfield position. Okay. That would be the that would be the only thing uh, for Bernardeschi. Then I'm I'm agree with you. I mean, Kedira has to go. Rancy, if we get an offer from him, uh, we just need to cash him. Yeah. Um, and maybe with Rugani as well. I mean, if if, if sacrificing Rugani, even though he's an Italian, will um, allows to upgrade something in oh, yeah. midfield uh, yeah, he has to go as well
1: yeah, no, I agree I think uh, I think Bernadeschi just needs an, uh, a new place to uh, you know, kind of rekindle what he was what he had at, at Fiorentina, and maybe, who knows, maybe he goes back to Fiorentina, I'm not sure uh, if that's the case, or maybe it's a Roma, or maybe it's a Napoli, but I think uh he needs to kind of re- restart that fire um and I just I don't think he's he's the fit that uh we're looking for um and obviously Kulusevsky's a younger guy, and you know he's the guy who's who's got the hot hand right now, so uh you you kind of wanna take advantage of that i mean again, like I said putting on the shirt is another thing, but uh let's see what happens there i mean. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, this mid this summer is is obviously almost over, and we're gonna be starting a new season uh, right away. So really gonna be intriguing to see how this these these transfers work and uh, what happens because it's gonna be all together with uh, within the starting of the new season. So it's gonna be it's gonna be, uh, I guess entertainment for us uh, still continued on. Uh, from obviously all these games that we've been able to watch. But, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's a pretty good outlook. And, you know, what about Champions League? I, we've talked about, uh, you know, obviously the, the Serie A and what a great season it's been now. But obviously now we're going to move into this next phase, a uh, crucial phase. Obviously we're down 1-0 to Lyon. Obviously going to be playing at home on August 7th. Um, but uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you think we can go all the way and kind of you know, how do you see the matchups going? Let's say we do beat Leon, you know, what what do you see ahead of us, uh, Jose? Yeah,
0: well, it, it's gonna be a hard, a hard, a hard way to the final. <laughs> yep, if, if we want to make it, it would be hard, but I mean, that's that's fine. Um, I, I feel pretty confident uh, that we will win the tie against Olympique de Lyon and then probably uh, against Manchester City as well you know um, it's just one match
1: yeah
0: and i think that we will we will we will find the the fire in us um, i i have hope for for this uh, for this champion league in this new format <laughs> yeah just one match you know hopefully Sansari can inspire the guys you know yeah. tell them okay this, you just have one chance don't just go there and, and play the best you can and probably Ronaldo you know playing in Portugal maybe that can benefit us as well. So yeah I mean I for me Juventus is, is right now even even with uh, you know all the struggles that we have this season, uh, we're a solid team. And right. when it matters, we always play, we always place to win. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid of, of Manchester City, Bayern Munich, you know, Real Madrid, all of them, uh, we, we can beat them. We can beat them. We just need to have one great match and, and that's it. So, I'm pretty confident that maybe we can, we can. We can make the, the final again and, and, and this final will be nice because if you see in the other side, the other teams are not are not that strong, you know. I yeah. mean maybe maybe Atalanta. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be a yeah. final, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I feel confident. I feel confident that we can finally get our hands on, on the big years trophy Yeah. this season. Yeah.
1: Well, wouldn't this be the year, eh? I mean, with all the stuff that's happened so far, (laughs) and obviously COVID and the restart and, like you said, the struggles we've had, I mean, wouldn't this be the year? And, I mean, like you said, I I think on paper and and in our best moment, we can match anybody. Um, And like you said, now they're only one-game legs, if you want to call them that. So, really, uh, in an unknown stadium to both teams, no fans. So there's not going to be any real, you know, push or, you know, there's not going to be any noise. There's not going to be any um, uh, support either way. Um, I know it's a big occasion, right, with with a whole bunch of fans. And, I mean, maybe that's what we need (laughs) is uh, some dull, dull environment where, you know, the pressure doesn't get to us. Um, I still think Bayern's going to be a really tough game. Uh, I think that's going to be a very even game. Um, And I think uh, if obviously Juve puts their best foot forward, I think it'll be very even. And I think it's a toss-up at that point. I really hope we don't play Atalanta in the final. I really (laughs) don't. If that's how it's going to be, I really hope we don't play them because (laughs) that's the one team that I would really not want to play. I would even almost Agreed. rather i would even rather almost play p s g in the final than play Atalanta just because they don't have the experience and they've choked quite a bit, <laughs> and I think that matters um I think you know not having you know it was like last when we went to our first final in how many years right since o three yeah. so uh, obviously being there in, in uh Berlin was, was was great, but it was you know the first time we'd been there in almost what was it like twelve years or so? Yeah. So um definitely would be interesting for them. But I think yeah, no, I definitely I take Atletico, I take uh uh because of their kind of lack of experience I'd take PSG I'd take Red Bull lights I don't want to I don't want to play Atalanta I really no, don't No me neither <laughs> because that just enters like so much more you know and the way we played against Atalanta and now being a final and if that goes wrong that just oh. that just sound like I don't even want to think about it it's like uh he, it would be just so much worse for us if that was the case yeah. and and especially if we lose that so um, but no, I, I agree with you. Uh, Jose, I think we have a great shot, uh, at, uh, obviously getting there. Um, so kind of, we're going to, you know, start wrapping up. Obviously Rocco has some great questions, uh, on the, for the last, you know, podcast. I, I think they kind of really mirror what we're talking about today, obviously in the Scudetto special on, uh, our, uh, yeah, the 25th podcast. So quarter, say we hit the quarter century. Guys. So, um, who is your MVP of the season who would you give it to because there's been there's been a few names thrown around and I think for me I've, like I said last podcast for me it's Dybala, for sure uh, but how about yourself uh, Jose who's you, who's your MVP of the season
0: yeah I agree with you as well uh, Dybala, for me it, it's uh, the best the best player for this season I mean Dybala, Ronaldo the league but Dybala has to be yeah. Yeah. The magic, the magic, the 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 moments where he saves us. He has to he has to have that.
1: Yeah, that and bono. I think I think for I think for, <laughs> for Delict it's unfortunate because you know defenders always get a little bit of a less they get snubbed a little bit because you know they're not obviously putting up the numbers offensively. Um, even though they're doing a phenomenal job, they're doing everything right. You know, the offensive player is always a little bit flashier. And so, you know, you look at the the major awards. Usually if there's a defender in there, yeah. he could still have an amazing season. But majority of the time, really the last one, obviously, uh, uh, being, uh, you know, for the Ballon d'Or, at least, was was Cannavaro, right? So, yep. and that was just an incredible circumstance, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think the Licht would probably be number two for me. Uh, very close, very close. But I think, obviously, being the offensive player, you kind of have to go there because he was a spark. And I think we lose a lot of games if we don't have Dybala or we're not even close in a lot of games if uh, if he's not on the field. And that's kind of what tips it for me. Obviously, the next question was, will Ronaldo break Higuaín's record? I think it's going to be tough. And obviously, will he pass Lewandowski and now even... Instead of Lewandowski, will he pass Immobile? I think we kind of touched on that. I think it's possible, but I'm not getting my hopes up. And to me, I really don't care, to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, this is something for the, the Ronaldo fanboys, to be honest to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100% uh, agree with you. I mean, probably probably he, he will tie it. I mean, if he really won it, probably yeah. he will tie the the record. Uh but I don't think he, he will break it this time.
1: Yeah, five goals is a lot. Five yeah. goals, even in two games, it's it's a lot of goals to score. So, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, you guys. We'll see what happens, obviously, uh, coming Wednesday and then, obviously, the following Sunday, the last game against Roma. Obviously, another good question, a great question. Who's Scudetto is this? Is it Dybala Scudetto? Is it Sarri Scudetto? Maybe someone else. <laughs> Um, what do you think, Jose? I know it's a tough question, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was kind of framed perfectly.
0: Well, um, I, I will give it to... I will give it to Divala as well. Okay. Uh, because, as I mentioned before, I mean, for for the first time in probably the last two years... I really see Divala, you know, carrying us, carrying us. Yeah. Not just not just one two matches, no. He was carrying us all the season. Yeah. So, he was behaving like like a real captain, you know. It it remind me a little bit of of the golden era when when we have Del Piero with the number 10, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: So, because of that I will give it to Divala. I have such great memories this season, uh, when Dibala was performing great comparing uh with Del Piero, so yeah, yeah, that that, that made me smile. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I'll give it to I will give it to Dybala
1: especially yeah. during the COVID. I don't know if you caught the the uh the uh, obviously, I believe it was like a FaceTime or, or Zoom or Skype or whatever it was between obviously Del Piero and Dibala. They did a lot I mean it, it was an Instagram live sorry that's what it was uh yeah so they were they were just chatting obviously with the fans and yeah. uh, in between <laughs> themselves so it was, it was pretty nice to see how he's kind of you know integrating into our culture and you know he it seems like he really is enjoying it here he doesn't want to go anywhere and um, I'm happy to see that uh, I could agree with you there uh, and my take was more of uh you know the it's it's the fan scudetto um we've been through so much over the last like three like obviously this season last season and the one before i think they've been really tough uh for all of us so it's nice that we all got to celebrate this and um i'm really happy for everybody obviously around the world that's that that supports the black and white stripes and um yeah i think uh this is for all of us i mean obviously the players did a phenomenal job and and uh uh, they won the damn thing finally, but uh, you know I think all of us can enjoy this. And you know I I've, I've, I was looking all over Twitter, and um, I didn't really even see that many negative words coming out of UVA fans, you know, uh, mouths. So it it was really nice to see. You know, like I said, you can you can talk all you want, want about you know the the critiques of the club and and playing style and this and that, but uh, I really found that everyone kind of was uh, was. Was really, you know, on board and was really happy that w- that we finally clinched it, obviously, against Sampdoria. But, um, and even the fact, you know, that Bernard Esky scores and <laughs> just stuff like that. So, uh, it was really nice to see, uh, uh obviously happen for uh, us on Sunday. Obviously, this kind of question is a little bit different, but because we'll amend it, obviously, we've played the the third of the or the first of the third of the three games left. Um, so how do you take these next two games? Um, you know, do we have kind of a, you know, maybe rest Ronaldo or do you think he's going to want to play or do we just keep grinding? Do we keep putting out the full squad or rotation? How do you see it? How do you see it, uh, Jose?
0: Well, for me, these last two games, uh, they have to be a celebration, yeah. you know? Um, if I was sorry. Probably I will bench uh, Ronaldo, but knowing Ronaldo, he will yeah. probably yeah he, he wants to play all the games, so that will be a little bit hard. But yeah, I, I will I will do some um, some rotations. I will give uh, some Primavera players, even some Juventus U uh, Tuniter, uh, yeah. some some minutes, you know. I agree. Just to celebrate, like like a family, uh, the next game maybe the Roma one. Probably I will put a little bit of more, uh, you know, full strong, uh, full strength. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to lose against Roma.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah.
0: probably I, I will take that one a little bit more seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think um, you know get the guys the, t- the time they need. Make sure everyone's healthy. That's I think number one uh, for me, and uh, yeah, just uh, prepare because we have what is it? I mean, so many things are starting now. Like if you're an NBA fan, that's coming back. <laughs> if you're an NHL fan, that's coming back. Champions League's going to be a week and five days. Yeah. So we're almost there, guys. We're under two weeks um, till game time. So. This is this is it. This is for all the marbles. And um, you know, like kind of we'll do this last segment as as always. Um, kind of something new that I've been adding in. Obviously, in terms of the number of podcasts, we're kind of looking at obviously Juve players and talking about who's your favorite player. Obviously, today you're gonna be under the number 25, uh, as today's the the 25th podcast. So I'll give you a couple names. Um just to give you a hand, because obviously, like I said, there's been yeah. so much, the amount of players we've had. Obviously, it's a little bit easier now with the the higher numbers. Um, once we get to level, I believe, like the 30s, I think I'm just going to revert, revert back and <laughs> uh, go from 1 through uh, 23. Because obviously, we've talked about the 24th. Um, and uh, yeah, but today's obviously number 25. So, obviously, right now, our starting player that we have, Rabio, is number 25. Also, Neto and Net was the number 25 for two seasons. Martinez, I don't know if you're going to pick him, or Zalayeta. <laughs> he was also 25. Um, I think this one's going to be pretty easy, I mean, for me, even, you know, not necessarily saying that these guys are legends, but this guy's a legend, but... Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Rabiot. Obviously Matteo Prigi was here for a year. Perota, Simone Perota was also playing for Juve if uh you guys didn't if you guys don't remember. Um Massimo Paci, uh Cesar Pellegrin and Guillermo Stendardo uh, in 07-08 in those great those great years in 07-08. <laughs> but um yeah, so I, I think for me I, I'm going to go with you know it's kind of a toss-up. I, I like <laughs> Neto. I had, I had uh, high hopes for Neto for, for a while. And then, obviously, he moved on. Um, but, yeah, let's go with Rabiot. I'm, I'm kind of surprised I'm saying that. But, yeah, our number 25 is Rabiot for me. I mean, unless you want to pick Zalayeta. But <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's between them, you know, between yeah. Zalayeta and Rabiot. Uh, but i was thinking in in salayeta uh, just for for the goal in in the no camp true that, true that elimination true. against barcelona with nedved and salayeta scoring
1: that uh, is just true.
0: for that just for that i will go with salayeta
1: yeah okay <laughs> i'm gonna, i'm going to switch it up you, you, <laughs> you convinced me that's that was a big goal that is a big goal yeah i'm gonna, i'm going to go with that as well okay and now kind of finally like we like to bring the nostalgia here obviously um if you've been to the stadium you can kind of talk about that experience if you've watched games abroad whether that be in north america south america asia middle east wherever i'd like to hear i'd like to hear about that um obviously some good juve stories if you have them um or even just your favorite juve moments um i find everyone kind of you know can find the certain details that maybe they that stick out in their head, uh, to them. And, you know, you get these little different variations of obviously the same moment. Um, but obviously, and we can even include now, what is your most memorable Scudetto moment, uh, of the past nine years? Because, you know, that's what we're celebrating now. So, uh, what do you, the floor is yours, Jose. Okay. I I will,
0: I will go with two, with two of, of the options. Uh, the, the memorable uh, escureto moment for me it's uh, the, the first one the first one for Juventus and the last one for Del Piero <laughs> True. because yep. yeah that was that was a, a happy and a sad moment at the same time you know because uh, obviously he was my idol uh, one of the reasons why I became a Bianconeri and watching him uh you know saying goodbye to us it was hard but i was happy for him and and the moment um that i remember uh, for juventus and probably this is something that that i that i attach uh, to the team is is the love of our of our banderas for for yeah. the team for example the piero Buffon, uh, Marquisio, Nedved. Even when they have bad seasons, even yeah. when the things were not going well, um, they never raise their voice against the club. Yeah, I mean, they 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 behave like a gentleman. Um, so that's something that I really love about about this club, about this culture of of Juventus. What it means to the player, what it means to the fans, no matter. Um, how hard it is, you know, stay with Juve no matter what. You can be angry for a couple of minutes, for a couple yeah. of hours, but just remember the good times. And, and and that's that's the most important for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, like you said, even just recently, um, you know, Marquisio dropping the hammer on, uh, I believe it was on Twitter, just basically saying, hey, we're still the champions we're still winning and uh it doesn't matter uh you know what you guys have to what you guys are obviously you know there's been a lot of like uh downplaying of winning nine uh, scudetti from all the other uh jealous hating uh fans <laughs> and i mean at the end of the day <laughs> you guys lost um you guys choked again um and that's just it i mean like you said i'm never gonna not be happy because you get to talk shit to these guys uh all the time so it's like it's just it's it's free uh it frees up the ability to just hate on our enemies that you know are always coming for us uh, uh and uh rocco fasano is going to be coming on uh obviously tomorrow on one of the podcasts uh yeah, he, uh, he said it perfectly. And he said that he uh, you know, the first thing that he did was he asked a uh, Merida fan how to <laughs> celebrate in the summer, so uh just dropping some shade on uh, on the on the Merida fans because they definitely know how to uh they definitely know how to c- celebrate scudetti that aren't theirs and they know how to celebrate <laughs> in the in the courtroom. So that's definitely uh one thing to take uh from now. Um obviously Again, great job to everybody uh, in the club and, uh, you know, this moment. Um, obviously, the hashtag for this year is stronger. Um, I don't know what you think about that. I don't know if you like it, uh, Jose, or not. Uh, I, think there's so, I think we go for the cringiest option out of all of them. <laughs> um, our marketing team is just weird. You look at the past few years, there was some banging ideas out there uh, in terms of, you know, hashtags that we could have used and they just go with the ones that are just like okay sure i mean they could have went rain with nine as the g they could have went with magnificent they could have went with a whole bunch of stuff but uh we went with stronger so i mean it is what it is um but yeah let me get into obviously sorry before i forget um obviously i asked on obviously different social media platforms uh you know to kind of give obviously other fans to give their thoughts on what they felt about this Scudetto. uh, And, and obviously the nine years and, and uh, you know how it made them felt. So let me just bring this up on my phone, but uh, we're going to get some, obviously we're going to get some other thoughts on, on how they felt and we can even comment, but it's been, uh, you know, a lot of uh, really good, uh, uh, really good things. Obviously, James Martino, who is a past uh, member of the uh, uh, the Juventus Back to Black and White podcast family, uh, a couple episodes ago, he goes back to back seven place finishes to winning nine in a row with three different coaches and rebuilds a new logo. Del Piero, Piero Tevez, Pogba, Marquisio, DiBala, Ronaldo, Buffon, Chiellini. What a glorious time to be a fan i have to agree 100 percent uh again fratello frankie frankie the worst he was on again another uh, recent uh podcast uh guest absolutely a relief more than a celebration felt like we were dying to throw this one away so now we breathe and celebrate somewhat silently i don't know about silently but hey i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna be uh you know hyping it up we got some great visuals i got something to say about that in a minute um, Armando at Juventino underscore E99. Uh, I'm relieved that we're able to keep the streak going. Looking forward to the ch- possibility of being champion, hashtag champions <laughs> okay. with the 10 being in that. I mean, that would be pretty, I, I don't mind that one. I don't know if they're going to go with that one, Armando, but uh, <laughs> that would be pretty cool uh, next season. But we hope with hopefully more authority, a few proper additions should put us in the running For the ucl as well um and let me see if there's any more that i missed nope that's all for there and then i have a i believe one more from uh, felix who's also again part of the uh the fans that have you know come on here and you know really supported me so i i got to thank uh, uh felix for that um Obviously, he's kind of got a little bit of a longer one, so bear with me, guys. For me, it means that despite having struggled, uh, Juventus' mentality is still way ahead of the rest of the Serie A teams. Management decided 10 years ago to change the approach and the mentality of the team, and despite facing a lot of paradigms, it proved that taking that step forward has put us on top of Italy. Uh, It is true that management makes stupid decisions at times, but I'm glad we're not Merda, that we're not Roma. (laughs) we are not Napoli that we are not Milan we are Juventus and we play to win or go home despite the struggles there is plenty of work to do but we're continually growing and in the right path so thank you guys for again contributing I appreciate it I love when you guys obviously comment uh, on, on the videos or even on some of the stuff I post on Twitter uh, it really uh, you know grows the conversation and uh, you know great words from all you guys I think uh, well said. Uh, again, again, everyone kind of experiences this in a different way and has their own way of looking at it. So that's kind of why I wanted to dedicate this kind of section uh, to you guys, the fans. And uh, I think we're going to be, uh, you know, adding kind of more of these segments where, uh, obviously, again, the fans get to chime in. And um, but uh, yeah, is there kind of anything you wanted to comment? On, on the scudetto, Jose, is there anything left that you you, you got to get out here? You're, you're dying to get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm just uh, as I mentioned, I'm I'm very happy with the championship, um, and I'm hoping to to keep winning. and And thank you as well, Daniel, for for having me on on, on your podcast and for having uh, this platform that allows all of the fans. As you mentioned, no matter uh, where we live, uh, you know, what country we are, it's just a just a platform that put us all together as fans of, of, of the sport, as fans of Juventus. So thank you. Thank you very much uh, for this experience.
1: Yeah, no worries, Jose. I really appreciate you coming on and, you know, putting your opinions out there and, you know, obviously allowing us to, you know, film the video and, um, again, you can be found at obviously, oh, and give us a background on your name. Because <laughs> I was always wondering, because I was kind of confused when we first, we'll, we'll touch on this before I, I have a couple closing <laughs> comments, but yeah, well, how, how'd you come up with the name?
0: Well, it, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, I, I like, uh, anime when I was younger. Um, so I don't know if, if you watch anime, maybe but there was a there was a series uh, called Dead Note. So oh, okay, main, I've heard of yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I've heard yeah, of that.
0: Yeah, the, the the main character, uh, his name was Light, and he wanted to change the world, uh, the world. So I, I choose Light That's because what... of that. <laughs> change the world. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go, man. No, and, then, <laughs> and then and gri- then uh, Grigory, it's because I like the mythology, and you know I was reading. Uh, about fallen angels
1: and okay.
0: Grigori's, uh, they they call uh, some fallen angels Gr- Grigori's, so oh, that's okay. why I choose uh, Grigori. You know, just a combination of two things yeah. that I like: anime, uh, mythology. <laughs> well,
1: thanks, man. Yeah, now yeah. I know. Now I know. That's <laughs> awesome. But um, yeah, because no, when when we were talking initially for, and I wanted to put obviously I like to put everybody's name on the on the banner and. Obviously, their handle, right? So people can find you guys uh, and, you know, obviously discuss some different things and obviously follow you guys and, and you know, give a little bit of a shout out. But, uh, yeah, no, I was definitely curious to see, uh, obviously, one, where you're from and obviously uh, your name. So um, definitely, again, like I said, thank you for coming on. I wish I could take all the credit. I can't. Um, I got to drop it to Al. Al's really the guy who's, you know, started all this for me. Um, and he's really come up with this, you know, unity. And really, you know, you see a lot of these other uh, other channels now hosting a lot of people on. You know, that all started with Al and all UVCast. I mean, he was really the only guy that was allowing fans to come on. And I mean, you know, it is tough to, you know, there's to set up all these uh i found this out uh, the hard way but it's tough to you know organize all these events because everybody's on different time zones but you know i got to give it give the credit to him where it's due again i appreciate you coming on for taking the time out uh you know putting in the effort and uh supporting my channel i always see your your liking your retweeting my stuff when (laughs) when it when it drops so that really helps me a lot and i thank you jose for that and I hope to have you on in the, in, in the future. I mean, there's lots coming up. There's going to be different things that I'm going to be trying. And, uh, yeah, I would love to have you back um, if, 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 uh, if you would like to. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a couple more podcasts coming up, guys. Um, obviously, if you haven't seen on social media, me and uh, Nilesh have uh, kind of partner, partnered up. He's obviously at Lavita underscore Bianconera. Uh, he's got some great designs. Check him out. He's going to be dropping some exclusive stuff on his. We're going to be dropping some stuff together, obviously on my channel and his as well. And um, I think he did a great job on that Campione d'Italia edit. Um, for me, I'm not great with, with, with this uh, design stuff. So uh, I was really thankful. And I think... Uh, we want to make the, the this a, a nice community, kind of grow together. Um, you know, obviously, give some of the uh, some of the thought to the fans and what you guys want to see in some edits. Like I said, if you want if you want anything kind of designed, let me know. I'll definitely drop it off to uh, uh, my new partner here and my new friend, and uh, we'll make it happen. Uh, there's going to be some pretty cool uh edits that uh I don't wanna get too give too much away right now but uh obviously if you have owl's uh lealta shirt um you're gonna be able to uh see kind of that mirrored and some edits that are gonna be coming out um I think I'm gonna drop some teasers before uh either this game or the next one and um but yeah some really great work from obviously Nash. Uh, Nilesh so guys drop him a follow as well uh get him up to to speed and obviously he's he's been doing an incredible job but for me guys um obviously like I said I light underscore Gregory <coughs> for my guest and uh for me it's the same as always I even DAL is my podcast account and I'm trying to get on there as much as possible and uh stay on that one and not jump back to my personal but uh and obviously, these out back to black and white. Please, guys, if you could support, you know, drop a sub, drop a like, uh, even a retweet, whatever. Um, and even if you know people that want to come on, um, like I said, uh, we're going to get Maria on tomorrow. She's going to be the first female guest. And ladies, come on the show. Um, it's uh, – we don't discriminate here. And I would like to hear uh, a lot of uh, your thoughts. I think there's some incredible uh, – ladies out there that know the game really well um some are a little shy because i've been in contact and uh <laughs> they don't necessarily want to come on but um like i said there's a couple things we could do that if you don't want to do video or, or whatever the case may be but yeah definitely send me a dm or like i said if you know someone who wants to come on um, again the invitation is always to the whatsapp group the discord group uh the flick group uh, with around Turin. Um, and guys, yeah, just let me know any of the platforms. Um, you could probably find my email either on my YouTube or Twitter or whatever the case may be. Send me an email, DM, whatever, and we'll get you on the show uh, to hear your opinions, your stories, uh, the nostalgia of, of this great club. And um, yeah, so guys, as always, Juventus DL, Juventus Back to Black and White Podcast. Obviously, keep your eyes for, keep your eyes posted on Twitter as well. If you got the, the bell uh, hit on YouTube, and as well if you're following on iTunes or Spotify, those are going to end up in your thread as soon as this gets posted tonight. And um, yeah, uh, like I said, two more coming up tomorrow. Stay tuned, and as always, fino alla fine, forzi Juventus. Ciao guys, thanks for watching.
0: Ciao, Daniel.